another opportunity and immense pleasure to be in your presence once again this morning to talk on the topic activating a new you in a new year getting the best of a new year and i pray this morning that as i as open my mouth that god will back every word that come out from my mouth with his word in the mighty name of jesus Amen. that as i begin to talk i pray that he give me utterances this morning in the mighty name of jesus Amen. and i pray that i will not speak carnally that it will be with me in the spirit in the mighty name of jesus Amen. that every word that i proceeded out of my mouth this morning if it is implemented we perform in the mighty name of jesus in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. New year, new hopes, new aspirations, new dreams, and new resolutions. A book of 365 blank pages I'll be giving to you on the first day of the year 2022. What determines how the publication comes out at the end of December depends on what you write on it. I'll be giving from the one to 365 days is what you do daily that will determine how at the first will be for you. So make it a point of duty that you write good and so lifted things on that book. For a good publication, to make a good publication of your book, here are some nuggets that you need to take into cognizance. If you do them, you will have a success story to tell at the end of the day. And I, as we begin to implement this and take cognizance of them, I pray that God will give you a successful ending in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the Bible said in John 13, 17, Jesus Christ said, if you know these things, if you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. It's not just to know, know them and go and keep them. He said, if you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. And the Bible also says, James 1, they say, be ye, be, ye not doers of, uh, be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. It is not just sufficient enough to hear, and you throw them away. It is when you do that there will be manifestation of the glory of God. And I, be, I, I pray this morning, as we begin to do then, that the glory of God will be fully and effectually manifested in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I said one, a vision has been given wrong with it. You had a vision for 2022, wrong with it. You have plans for 2022, wrong with it. It is not just to sit down and say, I wish. They said if wishes were horses, civil beggars were right. It is what you bring out forth out of your mind. It is the effort that you put into it that determines how long that you run. It is commonly said that when you prod a horse, when you use needle and shook a horse, it will run. But the moment it discovers that it has run away from that area of stimulus, it will stop. But when a horse decides to run, it can go to Mecca. When it decides to run, it can go to anywhere. And that is exactly what I want to put in our mind. Let us have the vision and decide to run with it. And I will run that God will be with us in our race in the mighty name of Jesus. In Habakkuk took to say, and the Lord answered me, I said, write the vision, write it. We have been told sometimes that what you do is to write what you want to do, put it at your bedside, put it on the mirror at, in, your, in your bedroom, that at every particular point in time, some you hang it on top of your television, that anywhere you turn, that this is what I want to do. As you begin to 
sink into your, sub uh, your subconsciousness. It will manifest and come through your hand. God will bless it that is manifested in the mighty name of Jesus. And he said, make it plain upon the table. That make it simple. This is exactly what I want to do. That he that, uh, that may, may, may read it, that, that he may run, that read it. And the same Abba for two, three, say for the vision is yet to an appointed time. There's an appointed time. You have done it for 2022. You had one for 2021. That has gone to history. It's, it's left for only symposium discussion because there's nothing you can do about that. But you have the one for 2022. What do you, what do you determine to do with it? But he said, but at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarries. That means that your vision that you have may not happen on January 1st. It may not happen July 1st, but it will happen. That is what he said. He said, wait for it. The number of people, the moment they just try it in and it's not working, then they back off. He said, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not tarry. It will surely come. That which you have proposed in your heart, that you have written, and you woke up in the morning and it's not working because the number of people will say, and she be they ask us to do this. Uh, but this is uh, July now. It has not gotten anywhere. No. It will, it, it will tarry, but it will surely come. If you look at the story of those that have made it, if they begin to give you their testimony, you know that what you are facing is not anything. You are not facing anything. In fact, you are being blessed. And the question is that they said the darkest part of the night is what, pre what precedes the dawning of the day. That is just getting to show that you are getting to where you are getting to. That you are getting to your goals. God will give us the strength to stay with it in the mighty name of Jesus. Secondly, I say stay true to your New Year resolutions. It is quick to run with the crowd when New Year resolutions are being made. Because people are writing their New Year resolution, you are also writing because you just want to be with the fact. How true have you been to the execution? The New Year resolution that you have eaten, how soon have you been? Some people have written that, look, I'm going to leave all my old people behind. But by the time it is July 1st, they discover that they are still entrenched and deep in, that, in, those, uh, uh, in those old habits they actually wanted to uh, do without. I said, do everything possible to make sure that you are keeping to your resolution. If you said, I want to be this kind of a person today, stick to it. Try everything possible. The Most of the things that are most impossible and more disturbing to human being is change. Nobody wants change. Even if it's going to be better for you. Because you know that this is how we have been doing it. That they now want you to do it new. It is always difficult. And resolutions are always changes. And they are always difficult. How do you do it? You stay true to it. And God will be with us and we execute them in the mighty name of Jesus. Totally, I say dream big dreams. And I put it here, it is not where you dream that uh, uh, Imalu is pursuing you that is big dream. Or when you, when you dream that uh, a caterpillar nearly jammed your head, and you now woke up and discover that you are drenched in your own sweat. It can be as a result of the kind of accommodation that you are in. I remember the first time those days we have uh, uh, a boy's quarter that have the, 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 the door sealed. It's the same thing as the window sealed. That means that they put the door by the window. That whenever that we finish eating ever, we look as if we went for swimming. <laughs> that is not the kind of a dream. The kind of a dream I'm talking about, that that you have, not closing your eyes. It is not like it's, it's, it's a daydream. It will be so convincing that you cannot sleep 
when it enters into you, when it eats you, you cannot sleep. That it become, you become preoccupied. We enter into your subconscious by force. And it begins to move you. You wake up in the morning without thinking. It jumps into your subconsciousness. When you are walking on the road, it is what you are thinking. And it's something that is moving you. And when it enters into you, it begins to direct your attention. It begins to direct your thinking. It begins to direct whatever you are doing. You had the dream of becoming a charter stockbroker. You did not sleep on it. I believe that when you, whenever you wake up, you remember that you need to be a stockbroker. And when you are in the class, you remember that you, are, you need to be a stockbroker. That is the kind of a dream that I'm talking about. Have a very big one. Who says that if you want to overtake Dan Gute in 2022, that is not possible? Yes, it is possible. Yes, sir. But the only thing is that have the dream and stay true to it. Don't let anything... See, when a man is on, this, on the right way, that is where the devil will come. If you are on the wrong way, the devil, because you are already in his own, nobody fights over what belongs to him. I cannot have my phone in my pocket and go out and be fighting for it. I can only fight for a phone that is outside somewhere that I want to possess. So the moment you step out of the devil, so he's going to fight you. He sometimes he even tell you that you are on the right way. The challenges that you face can even tell you that you are on the right way. My mother said that if you wake up in the morning and you are walking on the street and nobody is pointing at you, that you're a bad man, and nobody is pointing at you that you're a good man. Say you are is dead. Say that person is a living corpse. Because somebody must say you are good, somebody must say you are bad. Praise the Lord. In this world, you cannot escape it. God will direct us in our mighty name of Jesus. I said in the game of Bufa, we know the Bufa where you have the matador. Can you see how those guys run? And it is often said that what this speed that you put into your race determine in what is pursuing you. If you wake up in the morning and a cockroach is chasing you, that is a small cock, what do you do? Even when you run, you only run because you don't want to kill it. But when a dog is pursuing you, especially when it's the Assetian dog, Doberman, that you know when it grabs you. In fact, by the time you escape, you'll be asking yourself, how did I... Uh, uh, climb that wall. Because the power that we push over that wall, you cannot, you can't carry. That is the kind of a race. We will depend the race that you are running, the, the, the what you are pursuing, or what is pursuing you determines the race that you run. And as you begin to have those big dreams, and they hit your subconsciousness, you will, you will go forward in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, have your plans defined. When a man jumps into anything, we also jump out. For whatever you are proposed to do, sit with it and have it carefully and clearly planned out. Put the strategy, the strategy to which you want to do it, put it behind it. Add a timeline. Add the timeline, and if possible, have a prototype of that your plan. You want to become a doctor. For God's know when. You don't know when you want to become it. But you just know that you want to become a, you will be a doctor in your lifetime. Do you want to become the doctor at the age of 80? You want to become the doctor at the age of 70? I believe that if I stand before you this morning to give testimony that I've just gotten admission to the university, praise the Lord, somebody. I think they will even use pure water to stone me. Because at my age, that I've just gotten admission to the university, it's my testimony this morning. Sorry? <laughs> so, <laughs> praise the Lord. 
So what you do is don't put a timeline to it. This is exactly when I want to be. Say by this, you'll be able to achieve and arrive exactly what you have in your mind. Luke 18, 24. Jesus Christ was admonishing the followers. Say, for which of you intended to build a tower, seated not down first, and counted the cost, whether he has sufficient to finish it? Sufficiency here may not actually be the money in your pocket. Do you have the ability? You want to be a doctor, but you are very good in art. You want to be a scientist, but you are very good in accounting. That is where you sit down and ask yourself, do you have what it takes to become that? In 29, say, less aptly, after he had laid the foundation, after you have started level one, we understand that people, they can withdraw you where you, where you fail woefully. And it's not able to finish it. All that behold it began to mock him. And that was one of the things that drove me in my invest. Because I know the, the way and the manner to which I get it to it. I know that if I fail one paper, that is the end of that school. There's nothing you are going to tell anybody. So as I was just entering it, the dream that was driving me is that I must not fail any paper. I will take William Five to sleep in the, in the afternoon. I will take Pamoling to stay awake at night. Praise the Lord. It's a saying, this man began to build and was unable to finish. We will not see shame in the mighty name of Jesus. Next, I say, stand out of the crowd. Don't be a stock on the shelf. Don't just be there. That when they are counting the number of people in the church, you are, only count, you are also counted because you are a human being. In your family, when they are counting people, they would have counted the rest, but because you are also a part of it, they just add you to, to, to make up the number. In elementary science, especially at greater science, we are taught that matter, matter is something that has weight and occupies space. Don't be a matter. Don't just occupy space because you just want to occupy space. And this matter we are talking about, stone is a matter. It has weight and it's occupying space. Don't be a matter. Stay out, get out of the crowd. Do something that will make them recognize you. Do something that will bring you out. As we continue to do that, God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, do you just want to occupy a space without meaningful achievement? I said, the answer is capital no. Whatever you put your hand to, do it as if your life depends on it. Whatever you do, do it. Because they said that whatever that is worth doing at all is worth doing well. Do it as if your life depends on it. Do it as if nobody is watching. Do it also as if everybody is watching. And when you are doing somebody actually somewhere there is watching. Praise the Lord. I have had experiences and I have gains from doing this. I will do it as if nobody is, do, uh, is watching. I said, even that that you do in the secret, somebody is watching and taking notes. Words have ears. The spirit sees that that you think that you are doing the secret, that effort that you are putting it. You think nobody is monitoring it, no, nobody is noticing it. All eyes are on it, but you don't know. In Proverbs 23, 24-33, say, Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. Say, so shall that poverty come as one that traveleth and that want as an armed man. Ecclesiastes, say, what, night time, say, whatever the hand findeth to do, say, do it with a might. Yes, they gave you a job, it's sweeping. You took it because you need money. You are not doing it with levity. 
You will be treated as levity. It is that which you do. Say where you are not faithful in small things. How will you be faithful in big things? It's that that you will be able to put into it that will determine what responsibility that you will be given. Praise the Lord. In part B of Psalm 136, and whatever he doeth shall prosper. Whatever you do shall prosper. Put your mind solidly to it and stay out of the ground. Praise the Lord. Next, I say, audit and change the circle of your friends. Audit, audit and change the circle of your friends. There are people that you call your friends, but they are actually monetary spirits. They are supervising spirits. They will always come around you to ask you, that that shoe that you have so desired to buy in 2022, were you able to buy the moment you said no? They are all, all around broadcasting it. That, that that plan that you told them that you want to do, they will only come to you to find out whether you are able to, uh, do, able to do it. The moment you say no, they are up and down broadcasting it. And I said, do you know that to some people, if alcohol is banned, that there's no alcohol anywhere in the world. Those people that you think that you're a friend, you discover that you don't have any business with them. The only thing that is wish me that the only thing that is bringing you together is the alcohol. Just to come and drink. Praise the Lord. When I was with my masters, I just you know the first day the, one of the lecturer talk was telling us that it's a place where you have to network. So that was exactly what was in my mind. I said, I'm a young man, upwardly mobile. Let me see how, how much of the networking that I can, I, can, I can do. I have 10 friends. They were all better than me in profession. And I was thinking that this is where I can go. Those guys can buy you anything, but they cannot give you 500 now. The day I had challenges with my car, they left me where we went to. They saw when I had challenges. They had the ability, but they left me there. And the, last, the next time we saw, nobody asked me how you managed. That you are complaining that you need 500 to buy fuel in your car. You can drink 1,500, 5,000 on their neck. They can pay gladly, but they will never give you five cover. That is the kind of friend I'm talking about. Change your friends. But like I told you, it is often said that when you move in the company of five influential people, you are going to be the sixth influential person. If you move in the company of five rich men, you are going to be the, ne- the sixth rich man. If you move in the company of those that are well-to-do, you will be the next person. Praise the Lord. So please, sit down, ask yourself. Regenerate yourself. Be a new you for 2022. This category and caliber of people that you surround yourself with, do they really deserve to be, to be your friend? My people said that he that moves in company of the lion is nothing but meat, because that is what they can afford you. You cannot get milk from there, because what they have is meat. And it's also, it says, show me your friends, and I will tell you who, who you are. In 1 Corinthians 6.14, it says, be ye not equally, unequally yoked together with the unbelievers. For what fellowship at righteousness with unrighteousness? What fellowship? as righteousness with unrighteousness. And what communication at light with darkness. 
The company you have found determines greatly what happens to you, physically, spiritually, or otherwise. It was the company that Saul associated himself, that he find himself in, that actually changed the story of his life. In 1 Samuel 10.10, 10, and the Bible said, And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophet men in. A company of prophets. If they were a company of drunkards, the spirit of drunkenness would have entered into him. If it was a company of idolaters, idolatry would have entered into him. But the Bible said that, uh, that uh, a company of prophets met him, and the spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. I will discover that that changed his life. That 10 11 said, And it came to pass, when all that knew him before saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, Was it this that is come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? As you continue to do, and God answer your prayer. People will gather at the end of the 31st of December and be asked, Is it not him that I know in January that will be like that? God will make it to manifest in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I said the next, I said know exactly who you are and be the best version of yourself in 2022. Who you are, what you can do. Know who you are. Don't be an ego that is found, that found itself in the company of the chicken. Jesus Christ was emphatic about this because he knew exactly who he was and he unequivocally expressed it to the knowledge of men. He knew who he was. But before he said that, he asked people around him, he asked Peter, that what do men think I am? He did not lean on what men thought that he was. He leaned on what he knew about himself. If you are working, so people can say, there's no person that they cannot talk about. You give them, you are wasting. You don't give them, you are selfish. You eat small, you don't have money. You eat big, you are gluttonous. So there is no way they will not talk about you. So what they are saying concerning about you, that is, has nothing to do with you. It's the way you see yourself. How did you see yourself? That was why Jesus Christ was so emphatic about it. Even when they said that men thought you are this, men thought you are that. Even when he asked the Peter himself, it was not what Peter said that he knew that it was. That is why they said in John 14, 6, he said, I am the way. He didn't say that people were thinking that. He said, the I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He knew exactly who he was. That is the way. And while he was also talking to the Pharisees, he said, I and my Father are one. He doesn't need anybody to introduce, introduce him. Say, I and my Father are one. Yes, because it was a hard saying to them. They didn't understand. They were not in that spirit. They were actually seeing a man, and it's not claiming to be God. They were angry. And the Bible said that the Jews took up stones again to stone him. And the word said again, which means they have taken stones severally. That is why I said they took up stones again to stone And they asked, this is as I said, many good work have I showed you from my father. For which of those work do you stone me? In 33, he said, the Jews as I am saying, for the good work we stole thee not. We know you have done good work. We didn't stole you for that. He said, but for blasphemy, and because that thou being a man, because thyself God, because they do not understand. But he does not, he didn't allow that 
to, damp, to dampen what he believed in himself. That is why he asked them, say, is it not written in your law? And say, ye are gods? Who do you think that you are? What do you think that you do? What ability do you think that you have? I'll be boasting to Tolles and uh, Ben that the day I picked that guitar, if I when I play it, any year that I hear the guitar with the year we tingle. But do I know any string of that guitar to play? <laughs> but you have used, you people have seen the way when he plays the guitar, the way he moves that his leg. It's like one of the characters I saw in uh, Tom and Jerry. Praise the Lord. <laughs> sit down and ask yourself what you are and what you can do. And as you sit and begin to anal analyze yourself, I pray that God will give you the insight so that you'll be able to understand who you are. So that as you begin to deploy what you have towards the year 2022, that you'll come out successfully in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Number next, I say be diligent in everything you find to do. Diligence. Diligence. Diligence is, is very, very necessary. What is the dictionary definition of diligence? Say, diligence is the consciousness in paying proper attention to a task, given the degree of care required in a given situation. Let me just tell you a small story. When I came back from the university, I wanted to go back to account department that I, came, I, I went from. But the accountant said no, because I read economics. There's no relationship between accounting and economics. Well, that was the sole definition. He just said, go to marketing. And I actually went to marketing. I was the first graduate in the department. So what they do was to give me the only room that don't have a condition in the whole of that office. And I did not talk. I didn't complain. My brother was the managing editor. I didn't tell him. I just sat down there. I was sweating every day. They went and brought 1980 uh, cash book for me, and I was analyzing sales that had passed that nobody will ask of. I did not complain. But I sat with it diligently, and I was doing it. But I got to a level, the fact that I was even lazy. They have to give me a, another job. They gave it to me. But the man discovered that for everything that I have put in my mind, I put my mind to work and I do it diligently. An opportunity came. There was a position for distribution manager. My diligence came to play. The man told himself that if I put this guy here, I don't think I will have issue. And I remember that after, uh, three months after, he called me and told me that, do you know that I go home to sleep now? That before, I would be, in fact, there was no telephone. So they will physically have to come and call him at home that this is the problem. Diligence, it works for you. As you begin to work diligently, God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. That is what Proverbs 22, 29 says, Say that a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. That is exactly what diligence will do to you. It will translate you from the level that you are to another level. Praise the Lord. Next, I said, engage earnestly in prayers and fasting. Like I said, that can never be overemphasized. Prayer is a communication channel between you and God. If you establish the right communication channel and with the right frequency, you won't have difficulties in connecting with God. What is the right frequency? You have 
MTN SIM card, you want to uh, you want to use GLOSS uh, facility, it can never be possible. That you now had that uh, Airtel gives 20 gig for 5,000. And you want, want to key into that, but you are using MTN, it's not possible. So you have to be on the right frequency. The Bible said in Isaiah 15, they say, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither is he heavy that he cannot hear, which means that if you have the right communication and the right channel unto him for whatever you said, you will get it. And as we begin to be before him, and I will communicate with him in prayers and fasting, he will answer us speedily in 2022 in the mighty name of Jesus. Philippians 4, he said, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer. That was why he mentioned it first. So one of the things is that the way this, the Bible is written, there's no mistake about it. He's giving preeminence to prayer. That is why I say, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. And I know that we, most of us, are a testimony of what God has done because of the prayer that we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Next, I say, be obedient. For, for every year, a prophecy is gone out of the mouth of the man of God or as the spirit league. A lot of themes, slogans, items are read out. But a lot of people look the other way and said, was it not said last year? I've been in this church for four years now. This year, this was the theme. They said you shall be great. They become great. The other year, they said you shall be rich. I was Irish. The other year, they say you shall be spiritual. So they are always that. It's just uh, uh, coming and go. The easier they come, the easier they go. Pastor, we said, sorry, my man of God, we said, let us do both fire. Okay, brother, we say, let us do fire. You see what I was talking about? I say, know yourself. Our brother knows that he's not a pastor. Yes, sir. That is why I say, I am not a pastor. He knows himself. And I believe it's relation in it. Praise the Lord. It will say, let us do this. But to them, it's just another activity. It's not only give you, say give, and it shall be given unto you. That is not, there are, come to church by 8 o'clock. Make sure that you attend life uh, class. It will fall on deaf ears. Majority of the people will even come in didactically. We saw the story in Joshua 6 20 that they, they were asked to do what? They wanted to possess Jericho, but there was a strong gate. Anybody, if you, if you come to ask me, how do I bring this gate down? We ask you to go for dynamite. Say, so please go and get dynamite or go and get. Um, uh, Grenade, but that was not it. But the, another thing is that they were able to ask to just march around the wall seven times and shout, the wall will come down. Who told you that Joshua wouldn't have gone to do another? The prophecy will come, but the obedience is different. You just go, man of God will just said, put this anointing because the anointing is here. You saw when they brought it, and they, you saw when they were pouring it in the tree. And they brought it to you. They say, put it, touch your mouth and touch your head and pray. The person will just believe that. What is this? Is it not the anointing they brought in my presence yesterday? The other anointing that worked, did they tell you that it's made in heaven? 
Praise the Lord. It says, so, Joshua 6, it says, so the people shouted when the priest blew, blew with the trumpet. That means they were doing it according to how it was established. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat. Fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. If you want to take the city, you have to be obedient. Obedient to the latter. You see, the, the way I believe that things of God work, especially to work faster, is when you do it stupidly, when you do it foolishly. When I got born again, I won't mention the name of the church. Because I was coming from the Muslim background to the Christian background, and most of the things I was seeing in the Bible, have never heard of them before. It was, wow. Is there something like this? Because I have a mind, very free mind. As I'm reading a line, questions will be forming in my mind as I'm reading that line. Are you really sure that this happened? But as I begin to progress, by the time I read the other line, the answers would have been there. Praise the Lord. There were certain things that they asked us to do. I just got a job, my first salary. And I took the money. I, I anointed my feet. I was stepping on them that you cannot money, you cannot have control over me. I will send you on an errand. And these two guys just walked in. The, sum, the higher denomination there was 50-50 naira. 3,500 naira. I was just marching on them. They were just looking at me. After I finished, and I removed 200. I put in an envelope. They say, what is that? What I say for offering. They say it's too much. I say, is it your money? They were struggling that envelope with me. They say it's too much. That pastor that do this, I say, come. Forget about it. Let me first tell you why I must do this. I say, do you know that I have a seat? Which was true. For the old years I stay in that church, I have a seat. You can't take it from me. If service is 6.30, I'm there 6 o'clock. So that seat is all, and there was a fan on top of the seat. It was making very, very cool. I said, and I asked, don't you know that it's deep powered? Do you think that that fan turns itself? And as I continued, the only thing that by the time God answered me, the responsibility I had was so much that I could not keep up with the demand of the district. It was so much that I, if I go to work on Friday, I won't come home until Monday morning. That if I have to be, if I have to be absent, something will happen. Praise the Lord. Obedience is the king. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And we know what happened to Saul when Samuel told him what to do. He said, go and destroy utterly, utterly destroy the Amalekites. But he now felt that, ah, why do we have to destroy these big goods? And why don't we go and use it for sacrifice? But that was not the obedience. What he said was, go and destroy them. But he told him in 1523, say, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because that has rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being the king. Praise the Lord. Next, I say, whatever you put your mind to do, you can do it. For everything a man sit down and put his mind, his or her mind to do, you can do it. You can only not do things because your mind is not there. We saw it in the Tower of the Bible. Why did God change their mind? God said, and the Lord said, behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they began to do, and now nothing will, will be straight them from, from them. 
Say, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Just put your mind to it and you can do it in the mighty name of Jesus. Number no, nine, I say your destiny is in your hands. Your destiny is in your hands. If, if I, if, if when they say somebody calls you, yes, causes work, but you do know that is the way you carry it that it will work. Let me give you an example of this young guy that went to Edibia, wanted to divinate how his destiny is going to be. And the man drew two, two circles, one black and one white, and put a millipede between it. And he told the boy that if this millipede go to this white circle and get to the center, your destiny will be very bright. But if you go to the black, uh, the black uh, uh, cycle and stay in this, that means you are doomed for life. And the man put the millipede down. And the millipede was going towards the white circle. And the boy was happy. Suddenly, he just took a reverse. I was heading straight down to the black circle. The boy got up, carried the millipede, and dropped it at the center of the white circle. <laughs> to the amazement of the DBA, the man said, why did you do that? The boy simply told him, I cannot sit and watch my, my destiny go down the grave. Praise the Lord. Your destiny is in your hand. His destiny was in his hand. He can't sit down and watch his destiny go down the door when he can do something about it. And he did something about it. He got up, carried the millipede, and dropped it in the white circle. Praise the Lord. Number next, I said you can correct the mistake of 2021. For every man's life, whether you like it or not, no man is infallible. You are bound to make mistakes. That is the weakness of a man. Most of the time is that those things that you desire that you will not do, Sometimes you don't even know how you have done them. Most people that say, I won't greet this person. Before you know, you're already sitting and having a discussion with the person. The only thing is that you sit down and you have to do what? Change what you have started or correct the mistake which you have, which you have done. My people said that there is no use running when you discover that you're on the wrong road. If you see yourself on the wrong road, the ideal thing to do is to what? Turn back and find a new way. So what do you do? Say you correct your mistakes and amend your way. You retrace your step and you may not mind by starting over again. You may not mind by starting over again. We saw the parable of the, the prodigal son. He made a serious mistake. He went to the father and said, please give me my, my own now. If he had even taken the soda and go to part of the, the city or the village and start his business, it would be better. The Bible said that he went to a, a strange city and lavished all the money. And he came to, to a particular point in time that he couldn't eat. That all he had to do was able to eat that which he was given to feed the swine. And the Bible said in Luke 15, 17, said, and when he came to himself, he realized, he said, how many higher servants of my father have bread, bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? 18, say, I will arise and go to my father. He was trying to make amends. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against everyone and before thee. 19, I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of the higher servants. That is exactly how you turn yourself around. In closing, because my time is up, let me take the... I said, be spiritual in the pursuit of your goals, dreams, and aspirations in 2022. I said, yeah, in life, there are basic principles that must be followed. 
or that must hold for any meaningful thing to happen. If you must become an accountant, you must of necessity pass through ICANN. The spiritual controls the physical. That is why Jesus Christ said in John 6, 63, he said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. He said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It is the spirit that quickeneth. It is the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profited nothing. Go and ask yourself, go and sit down. When you were not born again, how well did you fed? I went to the village this last December, and they called me. They said, we want to have a meeting. And my elder brother was telling me that they said, you are not a Christian. I said, I don't need to apply for it. I do not need to write a letter to you that I want to become a Christian. And they asked me, what have God done for you? I said, bros, if you, don't, if you have not seen what God has done for me, you must be blind. I said, I, I sent money to you yesterday. I said they should use the money. I, I took a bag of rice home, because I gave half to my other brother. I said, I took a half home. And I gave them money. I said, buy anything, goats that you kill. And you and the other man, you share the money. And you were telling me that, eh, that uh, uh, you just take small, small and give to the women. That was not the issue. The issue was that let it be a centralized cookie. But you and the other one, you share the money. You could share the money because I have money that I, to give you. That I have to go and share money for every other person physically. I said, you have not seen this. And you are asking me what Jesus Christ has done for me. I said, you are blind. Jesus Christ also says, John 4, he said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The Bible said in Galatia, I say, for he that sweat to his flesh shall of the flesh reach corruption, but he that sweat to the spirit shall of spirit reach life everlasting. Praise the Lord. And the scripture cannot be broken. What is written has been written. That was why when the Jews took up stones again to stone Jesus Christ, and they told them that, is it not written in your law? And I said, yeah, God. The Bible just make an emphasis. It said, if it come then God, unto whom the word of God came, and the scriptures cannot be broken. The scriptures cannot be broken. If it is written that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth, it cannot be broken. If you have to see God, you have to be spiritual. Praise the Lord. Let me just take this last one. I said you reap whatever you sow. A musician we know here said you cannot plant coconut to reap cassava. It is not possible. Your harvest is life is proportionate to the size of your seed. Life is a, it's like an echo. Whatever you throw at it, it will multiply it and throw it back at you. If you treat life with levity, Life will reward you with levity. If you treat life with seriousness, it will treat you with seriousness. That was why the psalmist said in Psalm 94 9. He said, He that planted the ear, will he not hear? If you plant the ear, will you not hear? If you sow 1,000, will you not get 2,000? If you say 10,000, will you not get 20,000? He said, He that formed the eye, will he not see? Because whatever you do, it is whatever you get. Life is like an echo. You throw it to it, it will only multiply it and throw it back at you. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
But I pray this morning that as we begin to activate this in our life for the year 2022, that we have every reason to list a lot of testimonies in our life at the end of December this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.